good morning and thank you for tuning in to fire shut up my bones please turn into your bible to first corinthians chapter 2 and we will begin our reading in verse number 9 but as it is written i have not seen nor heard neither have entered into the heart of man the things which god hath prepared for them that love him but god hath revealed them unto us by the spirit for the spirit searcheth all things yea the deep things of god for what man knoweth the things of man save the spirit of man which is in him even so the things of god knoweth no man but the spirit of god now we have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit which is of god that we might know the things that are freely given to us of god let's pray heavenly father please teach us today and uh jesus name we pray amen thank you lord there is so much to know about god the true and living god jehovah god there's so much to learn about him uh when you get saved you are indwelt with the holy spirit and that is the only way that that, that is the only possible way to know god for without the holy ghost without the aiding of the holy spirit you don't know anything about the Lord. You might know of God. You might know his name. But until you believe on Jesus Christ, until you until you ask Jesus to save you, you will not have the Holy Spirit. Thus, you will not know and experience the things of God. Some of you that are saved, that are listening to this program, how many of you experience some things in your life, some blessings in your life that can only be relatable to other Christians? can only be understood by other saved people how many of you out there that can only explain your experiences and blessings to other christians or to god and they are the only ones that can understand it if you explain some blessings that you experience experience in your life to where when you examine the situation examine what you have experienced in your life that you can you come to the conclusion that that was God himself that helped you but you cannot explain this to your lost co-workers some random lost person in the streets or the guy at 7-eleven they'll look at you nod their head act like they understand but deep within themselves they think you're weird they cannot understand that it's foolishness unto them like it says in first Corinthians 2 14 they don't understand it why is that because they do not have the Holy Ghost inside themselves. They might say, oh, I know God and God knows me. But the Bible says, oh, I never knew you. Why is that? Because they failed to enter into the straight gate. John 14, 6 says, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. If you don't come through the Father, if you don't come through that door, if you don't get saved, you are not known of God. And if you don't do anything about that, you're going straight to hell. But what the, the, the point I'm making in this introduction here is God cannot reveal himself to you fully, nor can you experience God without the aiding of the Holy Ghost. And that only comes through salvation. If you're not saved, you will not experience the Lord. You will, you will not um, know the Lord. Now, I believe, you know, there's a rabbit trail that some lost so some some lost folks uh, do experience God 
in their life because God knows that one day they're going to accept him. I'm not a Calvinist here, okay? And, and God protects them and guides them until they do get saved. And only then do they realize, wow, God was protecting me this whole entire time. What a merciful God. Now, what I want to preach on today is God's revealing through the Spirit or knowing God through the Spirit. Like I said, God cannot fully reveal himself to a person until he is saved. I'm talking experiencing God, knowing that the things, knowing that our prayer was answered. Those types of things are told to us by the third person of the Godhead, the Holy Ghost. Amen. All right. Point number one, the Holy Spirit teaches us about God. Uh, let's go. Let's let's look at verse 10 and then we'll look at some other verses. But God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all the things, yea, the deep things of God. So the Holy Ghost teaches us things, reveals things to us about God through the Holy Ghost. Let's do a little bit of turning. Let's turn to John 14, verse 26. Here, here is one of the many jobs of the Holy Ghost. It says there in John 14, 26, it says, But the Comforter, now that's the Holy Ghost. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, or the Spirit, as we're, as we're discussing, whom the Father will send in my name. And when you get saved in Jesus' name, God will send the Comforter, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit, to indwell you. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Everything to know about God, to, the things to know about God is only possible through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. When you get saved, you're like, wow, I understand the Bible a little bit more. I want to go to church now. Wow, I, want, I, I, I think differently. I want to do better versus craving sin. That's what the Holy Ghost does. Look at 1 John chapter 2, verse 27. This is such a fascinating thing to me. And sadly, I'm barely scratching the surface. I just got this stuff this morning in my devotions. First John chapter 2, verse 27, from the Lord, of course. It says, oh, 2, 27. It says there in the word of God, but the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you. Who is that talking about? That's the Holy Ghost. And ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing, that's the Holy Spirit, teacheth you of all things and is truth. God is truth, amen. And is no lie. The Holy Spirit will not lie to you. And even as it hath taught you, that's the Holy Spirit again, ye shall abide in him. You need to abide in him. We're going get to um, get to this in the message, but quench not the Holy Spirit. You need to abide in the Spirit. You need to make the right decisions. And that's only possible by the aiding of the Holy Ghost. So the Holy Spirit teaches us about God. The Spirit's boundless acquaintance of God. Let's point to the Spirit's boundless acquaintance of God. Being saved and influenced by the Holy Ghost 
by being saved and influenced by the Holy Ghost, we can experience and know many things about God. Now, let's turn back to our text here. Now, in verse 10 of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, it says, But God has revealed them unto us. Revealed what? Let's look at verse 9 real quick. We'll, we will revisit it later. But as it is written, I have not seen nor heard, nor neither have entered in the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. That's the experiences I've been talking about. Those types of things are only experienced after being saved. In verse number 10, it says, But God hath revealed them unto us by the Spirit. God opens our eyes. The eyes of them of them who are saved are open. But God has revealed them unto us by His Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Notice that in verse 10 it says, The deep things of God. Let me tell you, there's so much to know about the Lord. We can never ever stop learning about the Lord. That's one of the many good things about our God. Let's look at Romans chapter 10 verse 33. It says there, oh, am I in the right place? Romans 10, 33? Or is it 11, 33? I made a typo. Yeah, I'm sorry, it's Romans 11, 33. Oh, the depth of the, of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. That's, that's saying the knowledge of God, all that God has to teach you, all the experiences of God, all the knowledge of God, it's past finding out. That's how deep the Lord is. He is infinitely powerful. He's un infinitely unsearchable. He has so, so much knowledge, so much wisdom, so much goodness. You cannot exhaust the Lord. And I'm here to tell you, those things, those goodness of the Lord, or it's only oh, it's only possible to understand them through the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, the depth of the riches! I take that as the, the goodness of the Lord, both the wisdom and knowledge of God. You can go to God about anything, anything that you're experiencing in life—marriage, a job situation, uh, buying a house. You can go to God with it because His ways are all past finding out. He has ultimate judgment, as it says in this verse here. And guess what? That's revealed to us by the Spirit. For what? Uh, for God revealed them unto us by the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. Yea, look at this. The deep things of God. Amen. This is good stuff right here. Let's look at... We already looked at it. Yeah, Romans... This is in my notes. Romans... Uh, I'm sorry. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. And understand from this verse, beloved... God wants to give us good things that can only be experienced by the Holy Ghost, by the Holy Ghost filled person. Uh, let me give you an example. I remember, I remember, um, I'll give you a, my testimony real quick. I, I, I forgot my lunch and uh, I said, Lord, I forgot my lunch, but thank you for the food that I'm about to have. My, my supervisor, Miss Charlene, came in. I, miss, I said, Miss Charlene, do you have $8? I'll pay you back, right? Because I wanted to get something at uh, Taco Bell. 
and she said, I don't carry cash with me, but let me check anyway. And to her astonishment, she checked her purse and she found exactly $8. Now, she was shocked. And uh, I was shocked too. And you know, it's funny. I'm like those people that were praying for Paul or, or Peter, whoever it was. I forgot. And when Peter was knocking at the door, the girl said, Peter's at the door. And they're like, oh, you're crazy. But they were just praying for him. That's me. And, and now that right there, I know God did that. I just know. And I have a lot of stories like that to tell. Right? But I want to keep them between me and God. But I have so many stories like that. That's just an example. Praise be to God that he, that, you know, what is man that thou art mindful of him? But if I tell an unsafe person that, I said, that was God. They're like, oh, yeah, man, yeah. And, and pretend they understand. But they don't understand. They don't experience that kind of stuff until they get saved. I, I experienced it and God revealed it to me. There's so many, there's so many examples about that. About God revealing himself and experiences of himself to us through the Holy Spirit. And you just can't get enough. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. That's what that's talking about, guys. All right. You, uh, point number three. You can never know God fully until you get saved. Uh, let's look at 11 and 12. For what man knoweth the things of man, save the spirit of man which is in him. A lot of these guys I'm looking at walking across the street. They know what, what they do. They, they know that you're supposed to party on Friday night, get drunk, have sex, and all that kind of stuff. Same Saturday. That's all they look forward to. Uh, all Parting all the way until Sunday morning. Getting, as they say, wasted and drunk. Drunked out, if you will. And they don't come to church. They know what people do. They think that everybody's out there fornicating. Because why is that? That's what the lost does. That's what they preach. That's what they rap about. That's what they sing about. Okay, for what man knoweth the things of God? Uh, 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 I'm sorry. What for what man knoweth the things of man? Save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Man doesn't know anything about God. Who knows about God but himself? The spirit. All, the Bible says all three are one. The spirit knows God because he is God. As a part of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might, might that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. We know the things of God. We know about God. We're, we're gaining a better understanding of God through the power of the Holy Ghost. You can never know God until you get saved. You just. You can know of him. You know his name. You can. There's people in church right now. They're lesbians, right? They don't know. They don't. They don't know God. When the pastor goes up and 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 gives a testimony about what God did for him, they don't understand that kind of stuff. They'll nod their head. They'll pretend. They're only there for the fellowship. They don't want to let their idols go. Point number four: Don't quench the spirit. Quenching the spirit keeps us from fully experiencing and knowing how good God is. God wants to bless us according to 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. We've read that. 1 Thessalonians 5:19 says, "Quench not the spirit." Skipping prayer, Bible reading, and church and doing sinful things is a dumb idea that renders no blessings. You know, it saddens me. I heard a wonderful sermon last night by Pastor Creed uh, talking about the hindrance to prayer or or, or prayer killers. And you know what? We had a pretty good crowd last night. 
But most of the people that came in the morning weren't there Sunday night. I'm not bragging, but let me give you an example of how I feel about that. When I'm eating delicious food without my wife, I feel guilty. There is something about experiencing good things with your wife and children. Uh, back in the day when I was single, I'll go to McDonald's and they had the mango smoothie. I bought my mom a mango smoothie. There's something about fellowship. My father, he always gets me good food. Brings it home to me. Hey, Darren, I got you some lunch. To experience it with me. There's something about that. Now, when my fellow brethren are missing church, it saddens me because they're missing out on a good thing that I and my family are experiencing. You're missing out. You're missing out. And, and, and church at home is not church. Don't forsake the assembly. All right? Forget the, the Facebook live, the pod being live, the podcast live. Be in church. Uh, but, you know, when you're not in church, when you're not in the Bible, you're quenching the spirit and missing out on the blessings of God. I promise you that. I just promise you that, man. Point number five, worship God in the spirit. Now, this this astonishes me. I always wondered what in the world does worshiping God in the spirit actually mean? What is, what is it? What, 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 what did Jesus what, what did Jesus mean by that? Worship God in the spirit. Man cannot fully worship God while in a dead state. Now understand, being dead, let's go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 17. Being dead is being separated from God. I remember dad calling me up this week. I think it was this week or last week. He shows me so much stuff in the Bible, I can't remember. But he was telling me in Revelations, notice that it says God will judge the, 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 uh, the dead, right? The, the, the saints and the dead. Now, the dead... Even in the book of Revelations, all the way over there, the dead is referred to, is basically people that are not saved. When you're not saved, you're separated from God. And that's what God was uh, warning Adam about. Genesis chapter 2, verse 17, it says, But the tree of the knowledge of God, good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Now look, there is physical death and there is separation from God. God. When you're not saved, you're separated from God. And those that are separated from God are, are as referred to as someone that is dead. God, Jesus said, let the dead bury the dead. He's saying, let, let, let the folks that are separated from me that are not saved, who are dead, bury their dead. That's what it's talking about. When you're not saved, you're dead. You, you can experience the things of God when you are dead. They're foolishness unto you, as it says, um, in, in our in our in our text verses, let's go back there. I should have put my finger in there. It says in fourteen, but the natural man receives not the things of the spirit of God. Why they're dead? For they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them. That means he can't understand because they are spiritually discerned. Their own spirit. Every person is born with a spirit, not God's spirit, right? Uh, our conscience, but that that it's limited. They can they, they can. They, they can, um, God can reveal himself to them through, through nature. But if they don't get saved, that's it. It's a limited thing. All right. So they're dead. And Romans 5, 12 explains it also about these, these people that are dead, separate from God. Romans chapter 10 verse, no, is it 10? Oh, I went back. I went forward too far. 5, 12. Uh-oh, this thing's messing up. Okay, 12. It says, 
Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. If you're not saved, you're dead and separated from God. If you don't go through Jesus Christ, accept Jesus Christ, he will never know you. He never knew you. He'll throw you into hell. Okay? Uh, but, but, but God, we're in church. We even ate with the pastor. Did you get saved? Did you ask Jesus to save you? If you did not do that, you didn't go through the straight gate. You, you have to go through Jesus Christ. Uh... It, while you're not saved, you're not reconciled to God. But when you get saved, you become reconciled to God through who? Jesus Christ. Go with me to 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. When you get saved, you put on the new man. Amen. Uh, old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, and all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. Why is there a reconciliation? Because when you're not saved, you're separated from God the Father. And that's why there's a reconciliation that is needed. This cannot be through good works. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 9, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves is a gift of God, and not of works, lest any man should boast. Getting saved is faith through Jesus Christ, believing and calling on his name. Romans 10, 13, For whosoever should call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And all things are of God, which hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Amen. Holy Ghost, amen. All right. Holy Ghost, which aids us in knowing and worshiping God. So once we get saved, we get the Holy Ghost living inside of us. Thus, we worship God in the spirit. That's only possible. You can't worship God in the spirit if you're not saved. You can't keep going to church in your own power if you're not saved. Maybe it makes me wonder when people leave church altogether, not in it for years and years and years. They don't even read the Bible. I wonder if they're even saved. Because Doing God's work and wanting to, to, to do God's work is aided by the Spirit. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. How is that? What is that talking about? And you want to tithe because you fear God. That's the Holy Spirit. You want to do good to your neighbor because that's the aiding of the Holy Spirit. Look, look at John 16, 13. Let me leave my finger right here. John 16, 13. It says, Howbeit when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you unto all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall bear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Look at John 4.24. Now this just blew my mind. Alright? John 4.24 says, Wait, did I miss a couple verses? No, I did not. It says, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in the spirit and in truth you know the truth is the gospel message that salvation is through jesus christ but truth i take it as i'm sorry but in spirit i take it as a hey, you can't worship the lord without being saved it's it's you won't last long you could do it on your own power you can nod your head you can say the amens you can wear your suit but after a while you're going to be like, oh, man, forget this, man. You, you, the, the, the old man's going to take over. There is no new man in you if you're not saved. And that's it. You quit. 
All right? And and by the way, what about what about people that are saved and quit? They quench the spirit. They're not in their Bibles. I really do believe. This is my opinion, but I think it could be factor as well. When you're not close to the Lord through spiritual things like the Bible and praying and trying to seek the Lord, you know, you have no power to do good things for the Lord. Power to pass out tracts, power to witness, and power to go to church. You don't have it because you're so far away from the Lord. What's the application to all of this? Guys, what I really got a blessing out of reading this stuff this morning is there are certain things that we, you and I experience that no one else can experience. There are certain things that I can only tell my family, my wife, and my dear friends about the Lord because they're saved and they know exactly what I'm talking about. There are certain things last month that I experienced that only I and whoever and, and a person that's saved and walking close to the Lord can relate to and understand and be wowed about. You can't show this kind of stuff to just any person on the street that's casting your pearls, pearls before the swine. They'll laugh at you. They'll say, this is stupid. They'll laugh you to scorn. Why is that? They don't belong to God. I hope they, you know, they get saved one day, but they can't experience it. There's certain things that, you know, you ever heard of, uh, oh, that's a, that's a family inside joke. You ever heard that? That's a family inside joke. Well, well, you can only understand that because you're in that family. And I'm here to tell you, oh, child of God, you're in the God, in God's family. And there are so many family inside things that only you understand. It's between you and God and the brethren that you share it with. And, and to the point, people, when they hear your testimony, they say, oh, wow, what a great God we serve. Oh, wow, God's hand is moving. Wow, that has to be God. There is no doubt that God blessed that individual. And we're all blessed. We can only experience God through the Holy Spirit. There are things the world believe. There are things the world believe. Cannot, uh, that's a dumb typo. I'm not even going to read that. But there are certain things that that the world can never, ever understand unless they're saved. It's, you know, man, it's amazing. You know, talking about this kind of, that, that's why conversations with my family, you know, my mom and dad or my wife about the Bible or my, my friend, my dear friend that has Bible studies with me. That's where I'm on the phone for a long, you know, a long time. Man, the goodness of the Lord. Oh, wow. That's why church is important. Oh, how how, how blessed is it, it is for the brethren to dwell in unity. Because you're, you're fellowshipping with the Lord and the Holy Spirit that's living inside them. And only you can understand that. Only you can experience that if you're saved. For those that are not saved, would you like to get saved and experience the goodness of the Lord? Just bow your head and ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins and to save you and to take you home to heaven when you die. I hope this was a blessing to you as it, as it was to me. And uh, let's pray. Lord, thank you for, the, for these wonderful verses, this wonderful passage. Uh, help us to think about this, Lord. There's so much to learn about you. And there's so much to know about the Holy Ghost. But uh, I barely scratched the surface. This is a study that we should all study. And uh, about how the Holy Spirit blesses us. And Jesus never pray. Amen. Hey, by the way, before I close it, um, being spiritual is not someone out there wearing white all the time 
and, and, and acting stupid. Being being spiritual is a person that is constantly in God's word and constantly talking to God and singing hymns and melodies to the Lord. That's it. That's that's what it is. It's not being crazy. It's not oh, oh, oh and, and and looking like a fool and painting your face white. I, I just want to throw that out here. Throw that out there. Um, at the close of this message. All right, have a good day.